0: To listen to all 150 episodes of the Game Central Podcast, visit gamebanter.co.uk. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 152, or fumpsig for our German listeners out there. Uh, Well, that's actually pretty impressive. uh, Thank you very much, Dave. learned German in high school. Did you know that the town of Stockport (laughs) is paired with the German town of Heilbronn? No. no. Correct answer. Nobody knows that. Um, We are the Game Central Podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Gareth, joined by my fellow co-host, Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. How have you been? I've been very good actually I've been
1: shopping for new bathrooms okay um, they, they must be murdered to fit him in the basket mate mate fucking trust me I mean, you go up to them and just so you know have you got a uh, have you got a bath and a shower sized um, basket please and they're like mm, no not really so how am I going to get this home quite a pain in the ass. Uh got one though uh, someone's going to come fit it but uh, a bit of a waiting list So, Easter is when that happens. What the hell? Um, Mainly because they said, oh, we can do it next week. And I was like, that'd be great, but I'll be at work. And then they were like, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we can come when you're not in. And I was just like, what? (laughs) So, people let you do that. They give you the keys. They said, yeah, someone needs to be in the house to let us in. And then we leave when you get home from work. I was like, that just sounds... Fucking weird it's to me. Free. No, I'll just wait until Easter when I've got two weeks off, and uh, yeah, we'll do it then where I'm in close proximity. <laughs> You're just gonna watch every single fucking tail be glued down. No, it's not that, it's more because I can guarantee because um, Laura's parents had their bathroom fitted, um, where they had like an their house was like built onto the side of an existing anyway. Uh, when they were when they when they had their second bathroom built and they were just like, Yeah, we'll just come in, it will be fine. Um when you're at work and then Laura's dad was like, Yeah, that sounds great But he said that he got called out so many times Oh really to come and just look at stuff. <laughs> look at what uh, we did it just, it's a toilet. Yeah, literally <laughs> like, yeah, it <laughs> would be like um it would be like um Oh, um, is that where you wanted it? Uh is it okay if we do it like this? And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> might as well just be around you know even if i'm not in the same place at least i'll be in close proximity to my house Mm -hmm. that i can come and then just check it if he calls but yeah like i said i'm excited get a new bathroom for like a very adult thing to do that's a very adult thing to spend a lot of money on Mm -hmm. yeah it is it is quite a shocking amount of money if i'm honest are you at the point Uh, in your adulthood where
0: you're you look at that amount of money and you're like that's like six switches right there down uh, yeah, paper.
1: when you look at it, I know see, I'm, I'm, I'm at that point in adulthood, yeah, where I've started to look at that amount of money, realise that I obviously don't have that capital, <laughs> um, but understand that I do have the equity inside my building. That's the part of adulthood i mean, That's a bunch of words I've never heard before. You know, where I'm just like, you know what, I don't have that capital, but I can borrow off of the stuff that I do have. And then I do have that capital again. It just feels like I'm in a different realm of society that I didn't know existed. It sounds like you've learned um, cheat codes. Yeah, literally. It feels like I have. It's like, you know, you're in a certain part of uh, adulthood when you've owned a, a a house. And you're just like, whoa, what? And, you know, I I learned this from my dad. I was just like, how do you ever get enough money to, like, renovate, to do an extension? yeah. And then he was just like, just borrow from the equity that's already in the house. And you're just like, hold up, what? And then, yeah, I just had like a crash course in how to actually adult. And now I feel like I've leveled up. So, yeah. this Yeah, blow- blows minds. We right, may need honestly, to stop so.
0: recording because I don't know how to function, apparently, as a human. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? <laughs> Okay. I'm not gonna bore everyone with the ins and outs of mortgages and how Mate, this how is a new
0: podcast. Works. Dave teaches okay. us how to be
1: adults. <laughs> how to adult with Dave Ellery. <laughs> starting next week. Yeah, starting next week. But no, apart from that, it's been quite good. I've um my thumb is healing. Uh I've been able to play some games with joysticks and uh yeah. I've 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 had quite a good end to last week and start to this week so, you know, hopefully i spend the next three and a bit days actually probably two days playing games because I've got family coming up at the end of the week nice. Anyway, how have you been? Have you been out so much? Uh, I've not had a great few
0: days, mate, if I'm being oh. honest uh, I had, you know the single Valentine's Day you know, Mate, I, Valentine's Day is
1: well overrated
0: It, it is, but so I'm one of those people who you'd think I'd be like, oh, Valentine's Day, that's like a made-up holiday. It's time to sell cards. And I know that it is, and I know that's true for a fact. But at the same time, I'm like, but I do like Valentine's Day. It's like cute, and everyone's like lovey-dovey, and it's just nice. But it's not nice when you're single as fuck and eating ice cream in bed, watching Ford v Ferrari that you downloaded because you were in a bad mood. Uh, yeah. So that was nice. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then, all weekend we had a fucking massive storm here in the UK. Yeah, I know. Fucking awful. So we couldn't really go out and do anything. And then on Monday, it was my granddad's funeral. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry
1: about that. Yeah. Oh, and then it rained then as well. Second storm it, didn't it?
0: Yeah, luckily it missed us. But, yeah, that would have been...
1: Well, well, it it wouldn't
0: it. have been the worst thing to happen
1: to me that day. <laughs> so, no, let's be honest yeah. in context. Sorry, <laughs> not fair. to laugh. No, you <laughs> laugh. But in context, you sit there and go, whoa, yeah. If it rained, literally couldn't make it worse. Um, yeah. But it- <laughs> Yeah, we had it sporadic here. It was like annoying. Mm. Yeah, that's how I'd the weather because um, it was sunny and then every single time I went outside, it rained. And I'm not joking. Every time. So it was sunny and I went, Oh, you know what? I'm going to go to the shop. Need to get some milk and sugar. Might get a bit of lunch, treat myself, you know, as soon as I stepped out the house and I went, you know, cause it's sunny. I'll walk. Yeah. I got far enough away from the car that it would have been, you know, uh, let's call it uneconomical to walk back and start the car mm-hmm. and drive to the shops. Cause I live around, around the corner from the shop. Uh, so I just walked in the rain and then when I got back, it stopped raining, almost as soon as I got into the house. Yeah. Um, and yeah. The sun came out again.
0: That's what I'm thinking. That I'm glad to know other people are as insane as me because I'll sit there, like it'll be raining and then it'll stop and you'll be like, ah, oh, but it's just gonna start again the second I leave the house. So you'll sit there for like 20 minutes, not leaving the house, and you'll be like, you know, it stopped for like 20 minutes now. Maybe I'll. I reckon it will work. Maybe I'll yeah. think, nah, it's going to start off again any minute now. Another 20 minutes goes by, and you're like, all right, fine, it's not going to rain again. The second it you're does. out the house, it's like, ah, ha, 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 fucking got you.
1: Exactly. Fucking... And then, worst case as well, I just went, okay, then, first time fluke. But, you know, our uh, tumble dryer is in the garage. Um, it's not a long walk. Right? I'm not going to say, you know, for the straight away. It's not like it's around the corner or anything. Not a long walk at all to get to the garage. Mm hmm. But I just went, you know, do a bit of chores. I'm in the house anyway. So I, you know, take the washing out of the washing machine, walk to the tumble dryer. As soon as I'm outside, no joke, pelts down with rain. As soon as I'm in the garage, though, it stopped. I was like, well, are you taking the piss? Are you now just taking the piss? It honestly feels like you are. Um, Yeah, it would have really took the piss if I then walked out of the garage and it started raining again. And when I got back into the house, it stopped. But it didn't, obviously, because someone doesn't have a switch <laughs> on, the, on the on the rain clouds. But yeah, it's just one of those things where you just sit and go, it's just annoying. Because it's warm, but muggy. And then it rains, and it's really cold, and it's steamy. And yeah, I just couldn't get anything done. It's the point. It's yeah. yeah so that was my, my experience as but well. But now what? you're here. Yeah. Now you're here, and you're chatting to us. And, um, you know, you like how you use the word us there. Because you know it's me and the audience I that love you're DNA. chatting
0: to. It made see me that? feel yep.
1: like I wasn't alone. Exactly, you're not alone in your room. Well, uh, you know, you're with you're with a lot of people, and uh, yeah, we get to chat about games. I should and, put some pants uh, on if, <laughs> if there are people in it. Nah, figurative people. Oh, okay. They can't see you. Oh, thank God. It's weirder, because let's be honest, the podcast, we are literally talking into someone's ears as they're doing some random chore, like walking. So we're just the embodiment of some other person's voice. They don't even know what we look like. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that I'm a big,
0: hairy blob. But mm. what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Exactly. I'm a big, okay. hairy,
1: northern blob. What no I want knows. people to do is draw me on Microsoft Paint and tweet it to me. <laughs> Draw my likeness according to my voice. Oh, I, I see one image of Gareth, and it's the it's the um, it's the Skype image <laughs> every single week. And honest to God, uh, if I ever met him in real life and he's not wearing a cowboy hat, <laughs> is it even Gareth?
0: <laughs> I there are so many people who look like me. When I go to like play X <laughs> or whatever, I'm like, oh, <laughs> seven
1: me's over there. <laughs> it's a fucking shame I go to the Magic the Gathering competition and we're all the same person. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <of. laughs> Love it. I'm a unique looking man until I'm not, and then I'm very ununique looking. Actually my Skype image of me looking significantly skinnier on my wedding day, if I'm yeah, it is. Yeah, you look ill in that picture. Yeah, I'm I'm not that skinny anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to put that out out there. You
0: look like somebody CGI'd out a man behind you holding you up.
1: (laughs) The crutches (laughs) that were underneath my armpits (laughs) have been CGI'd out.
0: You know in um, A Christmas Carol, that poor little boy
1: who's on crutches and malnourished. It's like, no, mate, that's not healthy. You need to be fatter. <laughs> have some food. Have some food and shut up. Yeah, you're married now. You can afford to put on a, a few pounds. Yeah, in front of a few pounds. She's already said yes. You know, We're in. We're in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, enough about me and uh, our body types. And uh, what have we got for the news? Actually, Dave, uh,
0: before the news,
1: I have Ooh. a question
0: for you curveball. Would Throw you, it at me. Would you like to play a game? Oh yes. There is nothing
1: <laughs> I want to do more than play a game. Alright, then. It's time, to play the game. it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game!
0: Dave, it's time to play the game. This is a new segment that I didn't tell you existed until right
1: now. No. This is this is genuine. I'm I'm, out. I'm going to use Google uh, to assist me. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm ready for okay. whatever you throw at me. This segment is going to be a new segment, uh,
0: so I'm going to explain how it works. What's going to happen is we're going to challenge each other to games. It can be whatever you want, as long as it works on a podcast. Um, So this week I'll be challenging you and our listeners if they want to join in as well. Uh, The game I've chosen is 20 questions, obviously video game related. How this works is you ask me 20 questions, they have to be yes or no questions, so I can only answer yes or no, Uh, and the answer, the thing I'm thinking of, is video game related. And it's something I know that you've heard of, it's not like some obscure. Pokemon yeah, it's or
1: some not, shit. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> what is it? I'm, I'm the most niche sound designer in all, all of game history. <laughs> oh, it's the uh, oh, composer you for Final Fantasy VI yes.
0: in the uh, Japanese release. Really.
1: No, it's, <laughs> Japanese uh, only? Different for the European.
0: <laughs> it's something to do with video what? games. Uh, that's as general as I'm going to give you the clue for. Um, and then, you know, let's assume you don't win we can choose to yep. maybe carry it over till next week, or you can, can throw that up as a win for me, and then next week you challenge me and we see you like invest your challenge. Whatever we want to do.
1: We are the boss of this podcast, Dave. Am, so up I've up. got a Word document up, so I don't ask the same questions. Okay. And I am hopefully 20 questions. 20. So. You've obviously pre-thought about this, haven't you? You know exactly what you are. Is this your first question? Because it's a terrible one. No, obviously yeah. no, I'm just clarifying that you <laughs> don't need thinking time. Because I'm not just going to bombard oh, you with like, five questions. Correct. Yeah, I, already, I already know the thing that is the yeah. answer to this. So. Cool. Uh, I've never been so nervous playing 20 questions in my life. So, um, let's go. First question. Are you a game? No. Not a game. Great. Uh, are you a console? No. No. Uh, so you're not a game, you're not a console, are you a person? Yes. You are a person, so are you a character? Yes. So you are a video game character. I literally just type that. Uh, are are I a character? No, are you a character? Uh, so you're a person, and it, it honestly feels like I'm, I'm I'm Sherlock Holmes. This is not my dream. Mm. I need. <laughs> where's my dog? Where's Watson? I need to stroke him and him to bark sarcastically in my ear. Um, so you are a person, mm. and you're a video game character. Actually the new character. Um, are you a fighting game character? As in... I should clarify, fight, yeah. Do I need to clarify fighting game or is that good enough for you? Um,
0: I'm gonna go with
1: yes. Right. Uh, are you from Tekken? No. And this literally could be my next 13 questions. <laughs> are you from Street Fighter? No. Are you from Mortal Kombat? No. Oh god. Not Tekken, not straightforward, not more combat. I feel like I'm missing something. Are you from a Capcom game? No. Oh, not Capcom. <sighs> by the way, I've already decided as I approach my 10th question mm-hmm. uh, that if I don't get this by my 20th question, uh, I'm going to need to know the answer okay because I'm pretty sure it would drive me insane <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the podcast I'm like who are you uh, you know just me uh, so you're a person your character in a fighting game it's quite broad <laughs> uh, you're not in a capcom game but you are in a fighting game um, oh let's define the decade or the era uh, are you from a uh, are you from a game from this console generation so PlayStation 4 Xbox one uh, hmm. I mean, yes. So, you're saying yes to that, but you were hesitant. Uh... Oh, definitely. So, are you a Nintendo character? Yes. So, you are from... a Nintendo... I'm going to assume that you're from Smash Bros. That's not a question. Because I'm on 11, and I need to narrow it down. Uh... So, you're a Nintendo... Smash Bros. character from mm. do you wear a red hat <laughs> no <laughs> <All right. laughs> love it that that literally only narrows down one character could have narrowed that one down a lot more are you human yes so you are a human which means all the Pokemon are out of the question all of the uh, Star Fox out of the question Mm. and your original character from are you from Hyrule yes oh you are from Hyrule are you Zet are you Link no You're not Link. So, are you Ganondorf? Yes! I'm Ganondorf!
0: (laughs) Well done, Dave. I thought you'd screwed yourself by asking a fighting game, because Ganondorf is in Smash Bros. And, like, if (laughs) if you figure out it's Smash Bros, then it's like, okay pick one of the 86 characters in that game Dave good job <laughs> this,
1: is, this is what I was like whoa so it's Nintendo fighting game uh, when it got to actually this generation you were like oh yeah and I know why now because Gandalf technically from about three previous generations yeah
0: you could have asked any generation and it was yes so it's like Ooh, yeah exactly. I don't want to be a dick and like d- do a misleading answer no exactly I, but
1: yeah or- I can say it's 16. Yeah, that's a very Love good that. score, I think. 16 is a good one to beat, actually. So, oh, that means next week. So, I've got to challenge you. If I think the fairest way to do this is to keep the game the same for two weeks and then see if you can better my score. So, okay. I'm going to need to now, for next week, think of a character that I know and you know that isn't like Super Niche. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something
0: because Ganondorf's you know? not like the main character no. of Zelda but you obviously know who Ganondorf is so I tried to keep it not obviously not too niche but sort of difficult
1: I thought no yeah it's difficult enough nice. no very yeah I, difficult I, I, enough No, no I, I sense
0: the tone in your voice Dave you're like yeah
1: it's dead hard mate oh uh, yeah oh uh, tough one that. Yeah. no no because I think as well like Ganondorf like I said is it a fighting game character yes and no because they are in a fighting game but primarily it's an adventure character so you're like yeah and if I'm honest I went round the freaking weekend I probably could have got to that answer about 10 questions prior actually that's a bit harsh probably about 5 questions before you know if, again, I like that, yeah. Right. I'm proud I got it. I'm happy. So am
0: I. Woo! I think our listeners maybe wouldn't have got there as quick as you,
1: Dave. I would love to know if they could tweet you along with a picture on paint of your face <laughs> the score that they got. You know, like an artist signs it where they're just like, this is a picture of Gareth and it will be like 15 at the bottom.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I you wonder know. if they would have been like, well my like third question would have been, is it a Nintendo character? <laughs> and therefore I would have got it a lot quicker today. You
1: know? No knowing Gough, the first question would have been, <laughs> is it a Nintendo? Okay. Que- question one, <laughs> is it Ganondorf? <laughs> no hold <part. laughs> Question one, are you Ganondorf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well
0: that was our new segment it's time to play the game but the segment is over now we had fun Dave now the fun is over and it's time to get serious
1: exactly now we've got to do the adult business just yep. like the 6 o'clock every single day it's time for the news gone <laughs> oh that's the news at 10 Not, sorry I fucked it oh yeah it's, it's 10 still
0: gone <laughs> <laughs> Gong is funny when just said. As though it's not <laughs> ridiculous of a way. Gong.
1: Yeah, duh, gong. With an be, G. Like,
0: if you see a, a fit bird walking past, you're like, gong. Yeah, gong.
1: <laughs> right. That'll make them turn around, mate.
0: Yeah, but not with a flirty look in their eyes. With an angry look in their eyes. Uh-oh. Although, I find... What I see is well, women much- will, like, think, God, that's annoyed me. And then if it's a handsome guy, they'll turn around and be like, but it didn't annoy me that much. Or if it's
1: me, they'll be like, mm. no, nah, I'm still pretty annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Why are you being a prick? And then, like, that's their first instance. And then depending on how you look, they'll be like, okay, that's cheeky. Yeah. I.e., he's fit. Or why are you just
0: being a prick? Yeah, cheeky really is shorthand for, that guy's a dick that I still want to have sex
1: with yeah he, oh, he just looks a bit cheeky as in it looks like he's good for a shag uh but let's be honest he he's a bit of a prick you know oh, the life of women and Dave, it's just hard yeah isn't that hard? oh well oh well what are
0: we gonna do dave yeah. You and I have spoke at length about how good of a deal Game Pass is, um, but it is an oh, evolving gosh. product. Uh I still love it. I mean, me too. Uh we have learnt what is coming and going on Game Pass in the next month. Uh Yes. And so I'm gonna tell you the game's coming to Game Pass and the games leaving Hi. Game Pass.
1: Oh. Gareth. Yeah. Is this a list?
0: Um, you know, if you hadn't asked, because I'm, I'm excited. If you hadn't asked, I wouldn't have pointed oh, out.
1: Because I'm excited.
0: But now you mention it, this is a list type, uh, string of words <laughs> in <a> sequential order, <laughs> given to you one at a time <laughs> by myself in a soothing monotone.
1: Well, actually, if you yeah, if you want to think about it, it's just a it's just a sequence of facts given in uh, you know, some sort of correlated order. Which uh, just so happens to be a numerical type order in a monotone deliverance.
0: Yeah, if you want to call that a list, then I guess I can't. If you want stop to call you. that a list,
1: <laughs> I can guess. I guess you can call it a list.
0: <laughs> okay, so but
1: I call it information.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on the console, uh, Game Pass subscribers will be getting Yakuza Zero, Kingdom No, Hearts fuck 3. it. Sorry. All right, <laughs> you, you, well you've busted nut on the first game, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know how much I've wanted to play Yakuza so much I've been so tempted to buy like the whole Yakuza series so much No, no and now no. it's coming to Game Pass yep fucking my my, my life is gone carry on <laughs> okay <So laughs> I'm already done Yakuza 0 I've Kingdom already Hearts Climax. 3 <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 has come to Game Pass
0: yeah it's wild what the fuck uh, Ninja Gaiden 2
1: Gaiden Gaiden? Yeah. I think it's Gaiden I, oh. I always pronounced it Gaiden And then got told off for saying so Because uh. it's, it's Gaiden All right. Well yeah. then it's Gaiden, fair enough Here's your Gaiden 2, yeah. Wasteland
0: Remastered um, Two Point Hospital And the Jackbox Party Pack 3 Jackbox Party Pack what? What three. the fuck that? Jackbox? You've never played Jackbox? Ah oh, Dave, Jackbox is so Hang good on. You're gonna Google it before I give me a chance to tell you how good it is.
1: Yeah, carry on. No I haven't. No, I haven't played it. Imagine not what I was
0: thinking of. Imagine like a board game but that's on the T V and everyone's controllers are their mobile phones. <gasps> it's amazing. If you have a party, it's the
1: best thing. Oh mate, this just sounds fucking great. It is. It's fucking well, good. Happy that's coming.
0: Yeah, mate. It's fucking awesome. Uh, and on the PC side, we're getting some of the same. Uh, we're getting Yakuza Zero, Wasteland Remastered, uh, Two Point Hospital. All those are shared with the console. But we're also getting Reigns Game of Thrones, which I don't know what that is. Uh, and Indivisible, which I guess is some anime style fighting game.
1: Okay. I can't imagine Two Point Hospital... Oh, no, it can... It's like Theme Hospital. Yeah, no, I was just thinking, I can't imagine that being quite intuitive on the controller. But I think Um, I have played it on a controller. It's like Sims. Okay. Um, Of all the games joining the Game Pass this next month,
0: that's the one I'm most interested in, Two Point Hospital. I think the Yakuza games are going to be too long and too, like, Japanese for me. A lot of that Japanese stuff, like, doesn't really charm me in the way it did when I was like thirteen.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think it. Um, it reminds me a lot of. Oh fuck's Sake. What's the Chinese dude? G- oh. Um. Oh, I've played it for so long. No, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> let Google it, mate. You're a police officer and you... You do a point, where... Oh, God. Oh, you're breaking you're up so much. About. I know
0: exactly what game you're talking about, but you broke up so much when you were trying to describe it. Sleeping
1: Dogs. I was about to say, we keep breaking up with each other. Is it Sleeping fierce Yes, Sleeping Dogs. It is Sleeping Dogs. Yes, it is. Okay, um, so Sleeping Dogs for me is it. Absolutely love this game. Yeah. Um, and Yakuza feels very much like Sleeping Dogs. So when I play it, I want to see whether it gives me the same vibe. Hopefully, I don't get bored of it. Hmm. I, my understanding is there's but a lot there of that there's so line. much to do in Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, there's a lot to do in Sleeping Dogs.
0: I think Yuki's is more of that like weird for the sake of weird um, type stuff that there's a lot of in like anime and things like that. That's my impression. I don't know. I've watched a streamer play it a few times.
1: Yeah, no, it's a lot of it's a lot of um, what's his name? It's it's a lot of the comments I've heard about it is the fact it's like very side quest heavy um which kind of suggests that all of the things that are good about the game like you said the quirkiness of it come from the side quests mm-hmm. um which i don't have a problem with but if there's too much to do in a game it does put me off um you know if uh like for me sleeping dogs had just enough to for me to kind of want to dip my toe into all of it yeah uh you know there was all of spaces over here and there's some fight clubs over here and stuff like that but if you is like you need to do karaoke in 92 different and there's this fight club which has a tournament with, which has 150,000 fights in it and then you've got to go and micromanage this restaurant and, and then you've got to go on all of these dates as well as being you know, an anime fan for this yeah. and you've got to run a comic book store here and you end up like spending all of your time doing side quests and never progressing in the game.
0: Leaving Game Pass this month uh, on the PC just one game Lucky me. Uh, and that game is Snake Pass, where you play as a snake. What? Uh, but leaving the console. Some big games here, Dave. I hope they're not installed on your Xbox. Uh, we got Batman Return to Arkham, which is Arkham oh, Asylum yeah. and Arkham City in the same package. Uh, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. That's leaving. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 3. Yeah, again. Just Cause 4. Uh, oh yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider and also Snake Pass for oh, yeah. for the console. Cool. But a week today, you get your Yakuza Zero, you get Two Point Hospital,
1: and that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy about that. That's a pretty good trade off, if I'm honest. Um, you know, and you're getting Kingdom Hearts for fuck's sake, like yeah, that's exciting to someone, I'm sure. What does that mean? It's not to me. I'm pretty sure coming in the third game. Uh, is definitely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll all make sense. Yeah, it would make sense. Fucking I'll be like, what am I doing? Mickey Who's Mouse. this? Why are they in dark cloaks? Why is that man bad? Who's this? And then they'll be like, oh, are you chasing your, they'll say a character's name, and I'll be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should play the two games. Seems like they all link somehow. Uh, I don't know about that. Seems pretty far fetched to me. <laughs> all I know is at some point
0: it's like oh, oh it's Hercules look from that film mm. from Hercules do you remember that do you remember that that film <laughs> that film about such t- strong man <laughs> I knew a guy named Hercules but he had one leg down to local and he was a dog <laughs> <laughs> Good name for a dog. You should get a dog. And yeah, banging, isn't it? Name it Hercules. Uh, beginning with an E.
1: Actually, yeah, we do have a. Uh, so we, uh, my dog's part of the agility club, and there's a there's a Hercules on in his agility club. That's awesome. Which is hilarious because obviously dog agility is just like um you know an, an assault course for dogs, and so when he's going around and you hear the owner scream Hercules and he just comes running around, he's a little. Pitbull. It's hilarious. Fucking (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, good name for a dog. Strong name. Oh yeah, the strongest,
0: mate. Yeah, mate, that's what I mean. Um, Half-Life Alex now has a
1: release date. uh, Other than just... 2025. 2025. Yes. And then it'll be postponed indefinitely.
0: (laughs) They uh, announced the release date as March 23rd. Um... But you'll notice that number has a 2 and a 3 in it. So here's my prediction. Right. Is that the day Half-Life Alyx comes out, Half-Life 3 will also come out, but they're not announcing it. It's just going to appear on Steam for you to buy. That's my prediction. Am I right? Is that
1: is that a prediction or just a crazy conspiracy
0: theory? Oh, yeah, it's not sensible. This isn't going to happen. That's why it's a theory. Wait. Mate, if it does, it literally will blow my mind. If they release Half Life Episode 3 on March 23rd, it's if like, they... here's Half Life Alex on VR, or just get Half Life 3 as well.
1: I'm getting both. Mate, mate, just imagine. You can't would, get it though. I reckon I'd instantly buy a better 2. PC. Just that day, like, you know, instantly, I would just be like right, fuck it. I'm just gonna sink two thousand pounds into a new computer. You just sunk two thousand pounds into a new bathroom, mate. Mate, I'll fucking take it out. I'll cancel the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck! I'm shitting it. It's fine.
0: You could get one of those insane. Um, you know how they have PCs that are like this one's inside a tree stump. And you have to hit <laughs> yes. it with an axe to turn it on. You could have like the parts of the PC could be like on the walls of your bathroom. And then like oh, the bathroom nice. mirror is the monitor. It's like a yeah. two-way mirror. Like you it's need a legend next level. on the
1: internet. Yeah. It's just next level. <laughs> it's it's in this tree trunk. Hit it with an axe to turn it on. But is only it... in this spot. Because if you oh. miss, the whole thing just is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dave, do you like lists? Mate, uh, look, I I jizzed the first time that you started the list in this podcast. So of course I love lists.
0: Well, give me another one. If I know one thing, it's jizz, and that means when <laughs> I read this next list to you, it's gonna come out all watery with no none of the thick bits. Uh, <laughs> hmm. So, the Dice Gaming Awards <laughs> happened. Um, the Dice Awards are typically a bit more sort of they're more akin to like the technical Oscars. You know, the Oscars are like. Yeah. It is a best actress, but then like the day before it's like, best use of Foley in an animated short or some <laughs> shit like that. The Dice Awards are a bit more like that. Best use of the colour blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, so the Dice Awards are a little bit more technical, uh, not as flashy, so I feel like they're a little bit more interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to start at the bottom and I'm going to work my way up. I think the very top game is like Game of the Year, so that makes sense. So, I'm not going to read all the nominees because it's it will be absolutely insane to do that. Um, yeah. So, Outstanding Deep Technical Achievement... Watchers. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> outstanding Technical Achievement goes to Death Stranding. Oh, what do you mean by Outstanding Technical Achievement? The fact that they actually made a UPS simulator. I'm just reading what it says.
0: I agree that that is ridiculous, to give it any kind of award, but... I haven't played
1: it so. just any, do you know what I mean like anything that you give to this game is just um, hyping up Hideo to like slam it on the box art always <laughs> slam it on the what box art oh, it's to the, the next technical trailer for the sequel okay then fucking hell alright calm down Hideo oh look it's best technical achievement award and the best uh, fucking delivery simulator that you've ever seen <laughs> like, go away, shut up, Hideo. It's a masterpiece, did I tell you? Yeah, all well, right, shut up, bomb your beer. You know, it's just all... Like... He's going to get it tattooed like... on the side of Mad mm. Mickelson's
0: penis, and as it gets slowly <laughs> erect, it'll unfurl, so you'll see what the award was.
1: <laughs> yes, that is, that is the length that Hideo Kojima goes to. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, next... <laughs>
0: Uh next, uh outstanding achievement in story
1: goes to Disco Elysium. Oh yeah.
0: That makes sense.
1: see that's a game that I've heard of because that is um, you know uh that's a game that's you know did something that no other game has done.
0: Yeah, I mean you know, I'm sort of the Storm indie edit, game guy on this podcast, but even I think that looks too pretentious for me.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah. You know he said go when you've got to have your own when the game comes with its own a recommendation is a notebook. You know <laughs> that. <Yeah. laughs> okay. okay, I'm literally becoming a detective standard. Let's just uh let's go back and read all that dialogue again. Uh, I obviously missed something. Anyway, next.
0: Uh, <laughs> next
1: So this is an example
0: of those uh wanky award titles we were talking about. Outstanding achievement in audio design. Uh went okay. to Death
1: Stranding! <laughs> How? You're, so you're saying there's no other game. There is no other game that came out last year uh, that did audio sound better than Death Stranding.
0: Well, that's, what I, that's not what I'm saying, Dave. That's what the DICE Awards said.
1: I know, but come on. Are you saying that there's no better soundtrack or use of fucking audio to generate atmosphere? Well, do you want to know well, what the you know. other uh, nominees were? Would that help you? Uh, for this one, give me the the other nominees to see if I, you know, again, I've I've not played these games. I'm judging this purely on the fact I didn't like Death Stranding. Okay.
0: Um, Sayonara or a Wild Harris.
1: Never heard of it. Okay.
0: Carry great. On. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare.
1: Oh yeah, let's be honest. The Call of Duty game should never be nominated
0: next. Mortal Kombat 11.
1: Actually, i would probably say that that does sound quite good. Next. Resident Evil 2. Oh, come on. I know. Come on, for sound design. I don't know. Resident 2 deserves to win that. Surely. Just for the atmosphere. Right, anyway, it doesn't matter. Didn't play Death Stranding. Can't complain. Next. (laughs) Uh, Outstanding achievement in original music composition
0: went to Control, uh, which I'm happy with. It's a good game. Yep. Um outstanding achievement in character went to untitled Goose Game
1: for the character of the Goose. Okay then, yeah, I agree with that. It's pretty much iconic. It's actually quite it's quite um it's commendable that they made a goose have so much personality. Yeah. Despite the fact all it does is honk and flap its wings. That is all it can do. You know. Yet everybody has given it the same personality. You know, these people haven't met. Yeah. I've played the game. (laughs) And before I watched any other video, I kind of gave this goose a personality. And as soon as I watched any other YouTube video, that same YouTuber gave, or that YouTuber gave that goose the same personality, which means that it was just, it's, it's just the vibe. It, and I don't even know how they did it how the fuck did you give a goose a personality I don't without know it, without it doing anything necessarily outside of what a goose should be doing does that make sense yeah you just you know? look him in the eyes and you like that goose oh, is an man. asshole yeah this cheeky oh, little right. prick I'm on board this him. yeah <laughs> if he could wink he'd wink you know that's the sort of person he is perfect you know, go, yeah. yes yeah you no know. He's, a, he's definitely a fucking winker. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Outstanding. I don't know what it is, by the way, to the audience. I apologise of my pure hatred with Death Stranding, but any time that anyone commends it, I feel like they're being purposely pompous. Well, it's you'll be kind of to one hear, of those Dave. games where they're just like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of sets up that chat where they're just like, um. You know, oh, no, it sets up that comment, doesn't it? Where you're just like, really, Death Stranding? And then someone from the background just comes up and just goes, it's just because you didn't understand it doesn't mean it's not a good game. Shut up. It's not for Shut everyone. Up. Sure. Yeah, those comments. You know exactly what I mean. Just because yeah. you didn't understand it doesn't mean it's not good. Oh, uh, I understand what you mean, Dave, but the game isn't meant to be for everyone. What do you mean the game's not meant for everyone? What does that even mean? You know. It kind of empowers people. Yeah. It gives them a full sense of, uh, entitlement if they get it. Quote unquote, by the way. Because no one's meant to get it. That's the fucking point. It's Hideo Okajima.
0: It kind of reminds anyway, me of that, uh, <laughs> the film that won best Oscars, that Parasite film. <laughs> I- I've heard people tell me what the film is about. Yes. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like a best, like, how could that, Win. I don't understand. I'm never going to watch that film, because it's like... I know it won't interest me. But, like, really? That's the best film of the year? There wasn't even any, like... Iron Man in it. What the
1: fuck? He said, really? That one best film? Why? Yeah, I don't know. What's it offer me? And he said, just because you didn't understand this narrative... Okay, I get I know it, it can be it's about class struggles people. in Korea I
0: get it, that sounds boring <laughs> as fuck Don't make me watch it please Okay, let's move on But you'll be, you'll be glad to know Dave uh, Outstanding Achievement in Character There are actually two Death Stranding characters in that category So, thank god the goose won Alright Thank god, exactly uh, Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction Goes to Control Which is incredibly well deserved That game has such an amazing yep. art style to it Like oh that game is dripping in in art, Uh, outstanding achievement in animation. Luigi's Mansion Three, which is nice.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely deserved. Fantastic visual pleasure to watch. Um, kind of you know, again, it's a game that tempted me into getting a Switch to go. You know what? Even though I know how to how to complete this game, I want to experience it for myself. It's one of those games. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, outstanding achievement in game direction goes to Control. I could add another well-deserved win for Control. Yeah. Uh, outstanding achievement in game design goes to Baba is You, uh, which is a game about logic, kind of logic gates, in a way.
1: Mine, mine, mine. mine just might just need to Google that
0: quick. So it's like. Uh, you move, so you can move everything. So it's like Baba is you is the way it starts, and it's like I think it's something like key is goal. It's like you touch the key and then you win because the key was the goal, and then it, next time it'll be like key is wall. So then you can't move uh, yeah, the yeah, key, yeah. Yeah. but you can move like the yeah. word wall down and mo- put the word goal there in its place. So it'll be now key is goal. So now you touch the key again. It's that kind of thing where, but you can do all crazy shit like. Wall is you. So now the wall you control the wall with your controls instead of all crazy shit like that. Um, yeah, it's a oh, game no. that's on my hey, list. Oh, is like
1: yeah, would you? Oh, quite, I'm gonna I quite like play that.
0: that. One day I'm gonna play it One day I'm I've, I've got my eyes on you, Baba's you, but not. It's yeah, not for now. definitely
1: is one of those games that would tempt me. Oh, it, it's definitely like a Switch game. Yes, it's definitely like one of those reasons why I'd buy a Switch. You know, just to look at like a perfect handheld. Like people question what you're doing in the park, and you just like, "Sorry, I'm trying to complete this baby puzzle because it's winding me up." <laughs> I think it'd be one it's of those. A one- Go on. Is it one you are up because it's logical and it and it irritates me because I I know it makes sense, <laughs> but I need to kind of get on its level, uh-huh. sort of thing. Yeah. I think I like it'd be that. one of those mm. games
0: where you have yep. like a two-hour train journey and you turn it on, and then the train journey's over, and you're like, "Whoa, time so and shit." Online game of the year, Apex Legends. Uh, Not a massive
1: shock. I'm just glad that Fortnite didn't win. Carry (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Portable game of the year, Cyanor Wild Hearts. That game you said you never heard of, Dave. Maybe look it up. That one. Uh, Outstanding. (laughs) Outstanding achievement for an independent game, Untitled Goose Game. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, Immersive reality game of the year. Pistol Whip, which if you've not seen any footage of Pistol Whip, you should see Pistol Whip in action. Uh, it looks insane. Um, immersive Reality Technical Achievement goes to Blood and Truth.
1: I got a fucking clue. Um, Is Pistol Whip that shooting going to music?
0: Yes. I haven't played it myself. I saw a trailer when it was first coming out and was like, I, I like Barbara's great. here, I was like, one of these days when I get my VR set back up.
1: One of these
0: <laughs> days. <laughs> oh, just you wait. <laughs> um, Strategy slash simulation game of the year it goes through Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Fine. Uh, sports Whatever.
1: game of the year, FIFA 20. Yeah, literally is there another game that came out in the sports category? Couldn't care. Well, I will you then. Do uh, you know what I won? Yeah, I won an original sports game. Do you remember Like there were games like... Um... Oh, my God. Blitz the league did you ever play that game no oh my god it was a an amazing um american football game okay so blitz the league it was literally um what if madden um quite literally was run on the steroids <laughs> and you could like you know a tackle would literally be like a clothesline and you would like break someone's neck uh, or like you could tackle, you could choose, you could go into like a special tackle and you only had, it was like a, a Mortal Kombat style, um, special meter. Okay. And if you like, if you did enough plays uh, or if you blocked enough plays, then it would slowly build up. And it means that you could either do like a special receive, which means that regardless of where it was going to go, and it was like, it was like purposely like hacked as well. And um, so, regardless of where the receive was going to go, you would like click this special receive, and the guy would catch it. Doesn't oh, I see. Okay, where it was going to land. Okay, and like the game knew how much of like a hack it was because like the commentary would be like, "I swear that it was going to land out," and then suddenly it would like land in his hands, and it would just be like, oh, "Okay, then." Uh, cool. Or if you were defensive, it would be like a special tackle, which meant that you could it go slow mo and you can choose kind of where the depending on what the tackler was doing so for example, sometimes it would he would like jump in the air and you would choose like his shoulder his elbow or his head to tackle okay and if you like you know mortal combat um break the plank style smash the buttons. Right. um and if you um if you ramped it up to the top it would you could take that player out of the game by like breaking his arm or dislocating his shoulder or giving him concussion or you know if he went for a low tackle you could like break his ankle or dislocate his knee Good grief. um and it would like it would it would be like really quite graphic but you could, like, customise your characters to, like, stupid levels so you can give them, like, alien heads and bare feet and stuff like this. And it never it never used to take itself seriously. Um, but we're talking about, like, you know, complete arcade-esque um, football or, you know, league games. Like, um, there was an NHL one that we used to play as well. I think it was called, like, Hits NHL. Okay. And... Um, um, I can't remember what the soccer one was called I think it was like called like Supreme Soccer um, or like Red Card everyone remembers Red Card um, but I'm just talking about like you know why does why, why do sports why does the sports genre have to be like against these simulation games why can't it just be fun games again yeah but maybe yeah. you're I've, the one to make it Dave mate if only I knew this, the first thing about design games <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you can learn a thing or two from the Supreme. I forget what it was. Control. Yeah, I think won that. Um, right. Next category: role-playing game of the year goes to the Outer Worlds, which is a good game. Yeah. Uh, racing game of the year: Mario Kart Tour. Okay. Is that the mobile game? Hang on. Ma-
1: oh, is Ma- oh no! I'm not okay if it's Mario Kart Tour. If if that's the
0: I think it is, but I'm not 100% sure.
1: No, not Tokyo. I want to fucking stupid Google. Oh, fuck it is. Yeah, well, well. no. that's How is that the racing game of the year? Really? Not great you game. race against AI bots that let you win. <laughs> uh, that's literally the game. Yeah, but in every racing game,
0: you're trying to win, Dave. So, you know, it's better than all the others because you're guaranteed to win
1: it's better than all the others because the game guarantees you to win so that you can pay their five pounds a month for special unlocked characters like (laughs) mushroom (laughs) all about the money one
0: billion dollars each year you think the character's called the mushroom
1: yeah that's his that's his name Mushroom, not toad it's not toad okay his name's stupid he's he's fucking mushroom it okay okay well i learned something here today
0: dave (laughs) But I think look, I learned something about you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: change the wiki. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna literally put mushroom head Mario and if it doesn't come up.
0: Make sure you turn safe search off uh, before you search that. You know, you want the most honest results possible.
1: Look, fucking look, there we go. Mushroom head. It's come up. Toad. First image. Well
0: yeah, of course it will come up with him, mate. He's got a mushroom for a head. Mate. Alright, fight uh, a game of the uh... <laughs> Fight game of the year is Mortal Kombat 11 Mortal
1: Kombat oh, hey! there you,
0: there you go. Uh, family game of the year Super Mario Maker 2 uh, adventure yeah. game of the year
1: Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order okay hmm. cool interesting. I've heard it's quite a good game well actually I've heard a lot of people say well for a Star Wars game it's not shit and I don't know whether that's praise or not Yeah, you know what I mean I know, it exactly. feels like it feels like it's still going to be shit as a game, though. You know, mm-hmm. because Star Wars games are like dumpster trash. So, as a normal game, how would you rate it? Is it three out of ten? Is it worth playing? Anyway, I'll get round to it probably next generation. <laughs> when it's on Game Pass, maybe. <laughs> yeah, when it's on Game Pass. Yeah. When I've got
0: the fucking X series <laughs> action game of the year. Uh, Control, and now nice. Dave, Game of the Year, Game of the Year. I'm gonna give you um, the nominees, Death and you're gonna tell me <laughs> what won, okay? So the nominees are Control, right? Death Stranding, uh, Fuck off, Disco Elysium, Outer Wilds, and Untitled mm. Goose Game. Oh, Outer Wilds.
1: Untitled Goose Game is your Game of the Year at the Dice Awards. Untitled Goose Game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just happy it's not Death Stranding. Literally, any of the other choices on that list are Game of the Year standard. Yeah. Uh, For it to be Untitled Goose Game, though, yeah, I agree with it. I don't think the length of the game or the fact it's indie and short means that it's not Game of the Year standard. I think it's up there. It's yeah, got definitely.
0: the most unique voice. Yeah, definitely. That voice is honking.
1: Yeah, honk.
0: So there you go. That's from the uh, DICE Awards. Uh, and right, Ultimate Huge Game advice. is the game of the year. Um, next I'll news story. Them, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Carry uh, next news story. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 uh, will be shipping on two Blu ray discs and be over 100
1: gigabytes in size. Fuck, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm surprised it's literally not like the old style Final Fantasy VII that's on like six discs. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Part one as well is on... Well, it might actually be over... If it's like part one, two, and three, it might literally be six Blu-ray discs. I can't see them getting to a third, surely. Surely not. But, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, How much is this game going to be? As part one, is it a full-titled £60 game?
0: I believe so, yeah. I don't see why it
1: Jesus. wouldn't Jesus. Man. Well, the fact it's part one, you know. Yeah. I mean, this part one,
0: you're going to be playing it for the next like six years because there's no way they're just going to bust out part two next year, is there? Ah, uh, yes. Good point. Very good point. I mean, feel okay, the, they could, yes, but good. I don't see how. The amount of care they're putting into just this first bit is insane so unless they've also been doing part two the whole time
1: yeah it doesn't shock me as well that it's on two blu-ray discs like the fucking animations look and genuinely you know when they say seamless cutscenes yeah i think this time it like i think we've come to the epitome of what seamless means like you know when you can't tell that when you when people are still playing the game and they're like what oh yeah it's a cutscene (laughs) <laughs> like you know that, that's the <laughs> level of graphical quality we've got to. Uh, then fair enough, you know. I think it. You know, I'm still excited as a as a, and like I said, as an admitted pure by- bystander, I'm still excited about the release of this game. So, same, same,
0: same, same. Just um... need to
1: find a YouTube who doesn't suck shit at finding Fantasy There's <laughs> you a um,
0: YouTuber you know we- I follow called Maximilian Dude. Who is Ooh. very excited about Final Fantasy VII in a very earnest way? He like gets teary eyed at the trailers and stuff. It's, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah,
1: that's my recommendation. I will I will give it a whack because quite I'll, yeah, I do know Maximilian, dude. He does a lot of fighting game stuff. So yeah, your that's stuff. where yeah, um, and. Yeah, I just want someone who wants to play the game and do the game justice because, you know, I feel like if I if I watch some like, I don't know, Jack Septicai, and he'll be like, Oh, I'm playing it and then uh, you know. Yeah. And he's and, and again, I watch some of his stuff and I enjoy for certain games, I enjoy watching his stuff. But he's not really he doesn't play it like uh, as seriously as you should take it, and I feel like he would just skip over things for progress. Mm-hmm rather than just enjoy the experience.
0: Yeah, I think you'll definitely uh, get that from that Maximilian guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, sweet. I'll so, follow him.
0: So, next news story. Uh, Netflix accidentally leaked plot details of the
1: Resident Evil TV show they're making. Accidentally? I, this is this in quotation marks? As in, whoopsie, I accidentally released this really important information to the media to gain hype. <laughs>
0: Well, it was discovered through their media center. I don't know what that is. I assume it's like a uh, bit that only certain people can see. Like, there's a yeah. there's a video game kind of one of those. It's like Video Game Org or whatever that I have myself on there because I own a video game website, technically. Yeah. Uh, so they were Ooh. like, "Yeah, you can come on this exclusive website for people in the industry." But all it really is is just a. It's it's useful for like. If I want to request a review copy of a game, I can search through the game stuff and see what PR people are linked to its release. That kind of stuff's cool. Yeah. So if it's similar to that for Netflix shows, then I could see why they weren't expecting it to leak. Um, yeah, they're making a resident got any, TV show. That's...
1: Any juicy details that you want to share? Is it for any chance about uh, zombies and a virus? Wow, Dave, Spoilers. You, you're a soothsayer, mate. Spoilers. Uh, it's the descri- be based
0: in a fucking mansion. <laughs> <laughs> the description for the series reads as follows. It's very like uh, cheesy PR type stuff, but it says...
1: I love it when they oversell it. This is definitely going to be full of overselling the plot. Carry on. Wait know. for this, mate. I can't wait.
0: The town of Clearfield, MD, has long stood in the shadow of three seemingly unrelated behemoths the Umbrella Corporation, the decommissioned Greenwood Asylum, and Washington, D.C. Today, 26 years after the discovery of the T-Virus, secrets held by the three will start to be revealed as the first signs of outbreak.
1: There you go. So this is a... Oh, fuck. Okay, so this is of 26 years. That's what it says, (laughs) here. <laughs> okay, so not a short time, a course of a decade after this massive virus fucked up Raccoon City, um, we're gonna go back. But like, what's going on? In? Yeah, um,
0: the Umbrella Corporation, I guess, still exists, which makes no 25 sense.
1: Twenty-five years after a terrorist virus, after the Umbrellas got found out to be a terrorist organization run by a nutter. Called Wesker. Yeah, I
0: guess in, technically in Resident Evil Seven, Chris Redfield now works for Bella because they've like re created the company as like a force of good. I don't fucking know. It was all very weird. It happened right at the end. Fair uh,
1: news.
0: if it's assuming it's in the video game canon, then that would I guess make sense, but well, I don't think I actually care. I watch it because I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah. I might give it a whack. And if the first, if it it depends, like I said before, horror stuff really bores me because the whole point in horror is the fact that you get scared. Uh And how do you make people scared is by building tension. Tension for me equates to just boredom. (laughs) It's a lot of people waiting and a lot of fake scares coming out and a lot of people telling you you should be scared. And that's what bores me about horror movies, because I know that the scare's about to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't don't really, but when the scare, because obviously um, you can you can acclimatise to the situation. The reason why Resident Evil Two was so good as a remake is because it 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 allowed you to acclimatise to the situation, and you're like, okay, this is fine. But it was nowhere near comfortable you acclimatised to Mr X chasing you. It doesn't mean that when he kicked down the door to the library, it wasn't as scary as it should be. Right. <laughs> you know, still, still scare the shit out of you. What I'm saying is, is that, I'm, you know, if it if it doesn't rely on the fact that, ooh, zombies jump scare, ooh, someone dies in a gory way, horror, then it will maintain my interest. That's what it's going to be though. Obviously. Yeah, this is it. Obviously, it will be that. So I think I've already signed out of this (laughs) series for watching it. Well, I apologise, Dave. No, it's not you. It's just my own tastes.
0: Cool. Well, the final news story could only ever really be one thing, couldn't it, Dave? And that is the Sonic movie overtakes Detective Pikachu as the (laughs) highest opening weekend ever for a video game film.
1: Yeah. And again, it was, uh, I'm still landing on my conspiracy theory. Remind, okay. Remind them. It was not an accident. Okay? <laughs> it was clearly. It was clearly. It was not. They thought it was a good idea. A fucking accident. Come on, Dave. No, it wasn't. On. No one gave a fuck about a Sonic movie, did they? No one fucking cared. When they released, uh, what's that, a secret track, what's that, an announcement. And it was ages ago, but there was an announcement to say a Sonic movie is going to come out and Sega's really excited about it. Everyone went, cool. And that's it. No one fucking cared. Until the trailer came out and he looked like a weird fucking alien creature. And everyone was like, that doesn't look like Sonic. And then they were like, oh, I guess we'll change it then. Are you telling me yeah, that they were able to turn that shit around in less than four weeks? No, it wasn't. Sorry, that was. But it was about eight weeks, wasn't it? Uh, eight weeks from the outrage, and then suddenly a new trailer comes out, and he looks exactly like Sonic looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You're fucking telling me, and you're fucking telling me that a, 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 So fuck, fuck the movie, the movie industry. I know that they can be dumb shits, but I'm saying Sega was actively a part of this movie because their their logo is plastered all over the fucking movie okay so you're telling me that a representative from sega looked at the first design of sonic from the first trailer and went yep happy with that ding dong that hits
0: it i could see it some marketing guy would have been like this is the Uh, sonic for the 2020s he's not wearing gloves anymore the gloves are off He's got weird white hands like a creepy pedophile.
1: Exactly. Like, mm, you know. The gloves are off, literally, and he's now got some weird hands just like a hedgehog has. <laughs> and you go, yeah, it doesn't make it less freaky. And he's got teeth, but they're human. Yeah, Okay, and he's got weird, really small, sunken in eyes just like a hedgehog. <laughs> and he went, yep, yeah, because what I need in a Sonic movie is realism. Because it's not a Sonic movie without a blue hedgehog who can run faster than the speed of the sound. And I want it to look realistic as if it's come from Earth. Mm-hmm. When we clearly, within the trailer, show that it comes from a completely different dimension. So why the fuck does it matter that it looks like it's from Earth? It so I'm convinced. I am convinced as well. As a, as a person who doesn't know much about CGI, but knows for a fact that you know it, it'd be fucking ridiculous for them to change all of that, to change the character model and then to move it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm lying it down with it was a PR stunt that has clearly worked in their favour. Clearly. All right. Well, it was almost like if Detective Pikachu came out and they were like, oh, by the way, Pikachu is going to look like this and they show a fuzzy fucking rabbit. <laughs> and they just go, oh, that's what we think Pikachu will look like in real life. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> the the other <upper. laughs> would be like, what the fuck? It's a chinchilla with a spiky tail. And they're like, yeah, because that's what Pikachu looks like in the real world. And they're like, no, it's not. Give me Pikachu back. And then they'll be like, okay, then. Here's Pikachu back. Just his cute little fuzzy form. He's voiced by Ryan Reynolds. And then suddenly the fucking interest hypes up to by like 8 million percent. Because <laughs> the only thing that people are talking about is how they fixed Pikachu. Mate, it's 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 ingenious. It's fantastic. Um, I'm not even going to say that I'm going to watch it because I probably won't get around to actually watching it in cinema. Um, but... I don't think I can convince my wife to go watch something with me. <laughs> and it's not the sort of movie that I want to go and watch it on my own. Yeah. So, uh, it's definitely, I'll wait until it's out on DVD, um, to watch it. Well, you seem very passionate
0: about this, Dave. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I did have some, like, numbers and stuff.
1: Uh, Uh, Actually, give me the numbers. I'll be interested in that. I'm uh, sorry, I just needed to get it off my chest. It it, it bubbles, obviously, underneath the surface. uh, Sorry, mate.
0: Uh, So, Sonic, over the weekend, uh, pulled in $57 million. Detective Pikachu, over its first weekend, pulled in $54.3 million. So, just about eked over. Just about tips it to the post. And an interesting fact here is that Sonic the Hedgehog is only the third video game film to ever be rated over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It's currently at 63%, with an audience score of 95%. Wow. So there you go. People love it, Dave. People
1: love it. So it's not a shit movie?
0: I've heard it's surprisingly good, but it's not good, if you know what I mean.
1: Oh, but this is it. It is based in, you know... Let's be honest. We are not the target audience, and I feel like we needed to, to be. I had to remind a lot of people that about Detective Pikachu. Yeah, they're, they're like, "Oh, it's quite babyish," and I just went, oh, "You got to understand, a twenty-nine-year-old man was not their target audience." Yeah, exactly. It was. It was made for ten to fifteen-year-olds. <laughs> That's their target audience, and for a ten to fifteen-year-old, that hits the 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 nose. So uh, yeah, for a Sonic movie to be not that good is probably the talk to say. Oh, it's, a, uh, it's, it's almost like the film was made for children. <laughs> Imagine you know? that. Okay then. Imagine that a Sonic movie made for children. Fucking dickheads. <sighs> but yeah, okay then. Looking forward to it at least. All right, well, that's uh-huh. our
0: last news story for the week, Dave. We we can stop being oh, all man. serious now, and we can finally
1: have to serious. Woo! Well, I feel like we need uh, like a six o'clock. We need we we need a gong, mate.
0: We need a gong. Yeah.
1: Oh, fucking yeah! Yeah, gong. News is over.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's video game music segment. I'm the host of the segment, Gareth. Uh, this week's music is from Dead Cells. Um, which is a game I will be talking about and what we've we been playing, not to spoil that too much for you. Um, but the music I'll be playing is from the uh, last proper level of the game called Castle, at least the last proper level for the shitty difficulty I'm up to. Um, it's a very good song, sort of gives you the feeling that some shit is going down and that you're almost at the cusp of something. Uh, The music in Dead Cells is all very good anyway, but for me, I think the castle is to stand out. At least from what I've heard so far. I'm pretty sure on the harder difficulties, there's like new levels and stuff that I've never gotten to because I'm shit at the game. So this is from the original soundtrack to Dead Cells, and this is Castle. Should we talk about what we've been playing?
1: Yeah, let's talk about what we've been playing. All right, uh, I've been playing Dead Cells, which is a game that's been out for a long time. Dead Cells. Let me remind myself of the uh, art to see what sort <laughs> of generic name that this is. Dead Cells. It is the nope. On the gameplay, is it the one? Is this a procedurally generated dungeon crawler? You've only got one life, and it kind of
0: yeah I'm yes. on the right track Yeah, yes I was waiting for you to finish yeah. but you did yes so basically uh,
1: yeah, I was about to say you kind of progress through and but when you die something something bad happens which means that you should stay alive for longer that's really <laughs> addictive yeah carry on you explain it better than me uh, yes I do uh, <laughs> I've not even explained it yet I might be terrible
0: um, so there's a genre of game called a roguelite um, there we go there's also a genre called a roguelike, which is basically when you die you just start again from scratch but a rogue is like you die and you start again but you carry over some of the stuff you got from that first life so you know the first time you play you'll have nothing the next time round, you'll have a little bit more and maybe you'll unlock a weapon so that your next run it might drop and then you have a new weapon in the run and then you'll get further in that run because you have a new weapon and further in the run you'll unlock new stuff so then when you inevitably die because it's still really hard then you'll restart the game and maybe you'll unlock new stuff so then each basically each run you're getting further and further and further Um, the intention being that you will die and that's fine because each time you're carrying over a little bit of progress into your next run Um, and Dead Souls is particularly good because um... it controls very well there's a role that you can always do that's very responsive. You have a double jump at all times. Um it flows very quickly. Like the combat is almost too fast for me in my old man reactions. Um, <laughs> in my old
1: man hands.
0: <laughs> but it's got uh, good animations, good art style, good character. The main character's just it's like a blob just on a reanimated skeleton. <laughs> yeah. But it does some good like shrugs and some like good over-the-top gestures at times. <laughs> the way it reveals story elements is just like you'll find rooms in the procedurally generated dungeons that like here's a corpse and you go up to it and analyse it and it'll be like, oh it looks like this guy uh, has claw marks all over him that aren't self-inflicted. You'll know, go to the corner and it'll be like a rat colony is there and then the rats will scurry away and leave an item. It's horrible stuff like that. Um, just told it's there if you want Weren't it.
1: self-inflicted. You think Let's go? how often does this guy scratch himself so hard that he makes himself bleed fuck well, <laughs> I want to delve into that bit a bit more
0: <laughs> other stuff like that just dotted throughout the map so it gives just the game a good flavour that other games like this yeah, they tend to a bit be a context, bit, a, a little bit too much on the gameplay this has just enough like, yeah, context and story that kind of makes you attached to this world even though I have no idea how the fuck any of it actually works? You're, you're <laughs> a guy that keeps yeah. coming back to life. Makes like
1: zero sense. Yeah. How does this function? Is there an afterlife? Am I in an afterlife? Is this <laughs> what I am? You know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they've released two DLCs for it. Uh, I think
0: one's called Rise of the Giant and the other is called The Bad Seed. And The Bad Seed is free, I believe, and just adds an extra few levels to the early game uh, just to add a bit of variety to each run, which is good. Not every DLC has to be, you know, a 15-hour epic joined onto the end of the game. Uh, I think it's a really cool way to take DLC. But I've been playing a lot of it recently because a friend of mine been playing it on Game Pass, which he only just got on the Xbox One. Um, oh, and I had played Dead Cells like a year ago and basically completely forgot about it. But now I'm playing it at the level I was playing it back then, which was like on very hard mode. Because um, each time you complete the game, you unlock what's called a boss cell which basically lets you access the next difficulty. Okay. So now I'm on two boss cells which means I completed the game on normal and hard and now I'm playing it on very hard. Um it's addictive. Oh God. It's, it's yeah. very fucking hard. Um it, like I if anybody was recording what I say to this game whilst I was playing it, I oh. would lose my job. People able to <laughs> throw exit me in the street. <laughs> I I I have <laughs> The absolute worst <laughs> language you've ever heard, but said at a, at is it, a TV screen. Yeah, I'm not an actual person. Is it, thank God.
1: <laughs> it's just visceral annoyance, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's just like the pure embodiment of frustration. Yeah. Well, the way you just more comes difficult. out your mouth in like the string of swear words. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, the
0: way they make it more difficult is they'll shuffle around the enemies. So they're enemies that on your first playthrough will appear right near the end. And then by the playthrough I'm doing, they're on, like, the first level. And they can, like, shoot through walls. And <laughs> they also make it so, like... like Yo! <laughs> enemies' animations... I'm here now. Oh, shit! <laughs> enemies' animations are quicker on the harder difficulties. Oh, okay. So, like, these zombies that, like, kind of pull back for a second and make a certain noise. It's like a... And then they jump so forwards you're, pretty far.
1: Yeah, i with you. But, so your like, prediction is, like, out of sync Exactly. Like, so, oh shit! I've got to react quicker. On the harder they difficulty, they'll just like oh, ah,
0: and then they're jumping at you much faster. Um, so they make it difficult in an interesting way, which is a, probably a better way of making it more difficult than most games, which is just like ah, I don't know, just give them a shitload more health. Fucking uh, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, but it's very difficult for me because I'm like I said, I'm an old man. My reactions aren't what they used to be. Um, I'm sure I'll beat it on very hard eventually and get to three boss cells, but. um even though i'm bad at it and it's frustrating i am um, just wanting to play it right now if i wasn't on this skype call to you dave i'd be playing
1: it right now <laughs> it is definitely it sounds like it's hit that perfect middle ground where the game is challenging but achievable oh yeah every run could and be so the you one. know you know it's achievable which makes it addictive yeah because you sit there and go, oh. I knew exactly and you can feel yourself getting quicker. Where you just thought I saw that attack coming but I, I didn't know. react quick enough. Hold Next time I'll react quick enough. And you'll just keep it going. Yes. And then and it's two o'clock in the morning. Ah, uh, sorry, I was trying to get you stopped because I think my uh nephew
0: is knocking on the door, but screw screw. Him. Uh, <laughs> do you wanna yeah. do you wanna say hello to him? Nah, screw him. He's fine. I'll see him plenty <clears> throughout <throat> his life. Uh
1: <laughs> yeah you're 100% not, right. right it's
0: like you start playing it and then it's it's that perfect like one more run type game because it's like oh, oh, I was yeah. so close I almost had the perfect setup of weapons and like special abilities but the, this certain one that would have made it perfect just didn't drop or I it not like, this time <laughs> ah, so yeah it's got a really good one more run I think I'll be playing a lot more of it plus you know now I've got a friend who just started playing it I've got that thing of like where are you up to? Have you seen this yet? Now I'm reminded of all the cool stuff that I did in those previous two runs, which took me like 50 hours. So that's what I've been playing, Dave, a game that came out like a year
1: and a half ago. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I've been playing Game Pass. Oh, So I said before we started recording, I think, that um, my thumb is getting better Mm -hmm. uh, after my tragic sporting injury. It wasn't tragic, for those who haven't heard. Uh, I bruised my thumb, and I thought I'd get better in a week. No, that was about six weeks ago, and Ooh. now I'm just getting movement back into it. Like, why the fuck has it taking so long to get better? Anyway, I've, um, I did Half-Life 2 on PC, yeah, using mouse and keyboard in pure frustration, <laughs> because uh, I'm really bad at mouse and keyboard. However, I've now got enough movement back in my thumb that uh, I've started to play um, console games again. And cool. like I said, I did buy and download uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which mm-hmm. is uh, the open world uh beat 'em up style game. Quite excited to kind of delve into that. Massive fan of the... Um, Tenkaichi. Is that how you pronounce it? I think games. So, yeah. I think it's Tenkaichi. And uh, the Budokai games and um, all of that. And I first of all was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get into it. It's just going to look great. And then I decided sensibly to Google what the gameplay was like. Because I remember playing Budokai and just going, you know what? I think I've got Blisters playing that game. Because it's just so... Because <laughs> you need to move so fucking quick um i'm pretty sure i've 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 i got blisters in my thumb playing that game and then i thought oh, i don't think catacrobat will be that intense and then i looked at it and just went yeah, yeah it looks that intense <laughs> uh, so i decided not to kill myself and actually maintain uh, some movement in my thumb went onto game pass had downloaded loads of like medium length games Mm -hmm. and this one just immediately just came at me and it was uh my friend pedro yeah which is a the best way that i've just figured out how to describe it is um it's like trials fusion but instead of riding a motorbike you have a guy with guns and uh the ability to do bullet time it's fucking incredible so the premise is the same as like trials fusion Okay, Mm -hmm. there is a story which is good enough for the game Um, you know it kind of puts you into this weird scenario you're like oh you've just been knocked out and this weird floating banana named pedro comes out and just goes it looks like you've just been knocked out Um, let me show you how to play the game and you're like what why why have I got a fucking floating banana? By the way, never never gets explained to you why this floating banana exists. Okay. One. Perfect. Or two, where the fuck he comes from. <laughs> doesn't need to know doesn't need to matter. He's got his own world. You go to that world. It's just okay. weird. It's just weird. How is but banana world? Sense. Um exactly as you expected it to be. Okay. It's like Candyland. And things move. And it turns into like a really platforming style game. Then it jigs it up a bit, and I appreciated it. But pretty much, you have um, you have a level. So, a, uh, like the first level is like the um, the Butcher's Palace, I think it's called. Okay. And sounds like a euphemism, but okay. I'm pretty sure that this game is full of them but um pretty much the first like boss as it were is like this butcher um who like runs a like a like an underground crime syndicate sort of um thing but his front is he's a butcher um you know uh the whole premise is oh you don't know what meat you're eating sometimes it's rats sometimes it's his enemies you said go yeah okay then i get the premise okay um but in that level as it were, that like section of the game, it's split into, say, eight to ten levels. And the premise is, is that, like Child's Fusion, is that you get through that as quick as possible. Okay. So uh, you get from point A to point B as quick as possible. You get a time bonus. You get... Uh, throughout that, though, you've got to kill his henchmen in uh, the more... The more exciting way that you do it, without getting hit, uh, the more of a multiplier that you get. Uh, if you maintain that multiplier, obviously the more points you get at the end. It's a point-style game, so when you get to the end, you then get ranked from C to S. C means that you just pass the game, and then obviously it goes up in tiers. Um, so there's that replayability as well. So, what are you getting
0: for, say, if you finish the level really quickly? What are you getting?
1: Is so, if you finish the level, yeah. So, pretty much, uh, there's a leaderboard system. There's an online leaderboard system, but there's also like achievement-based things linked to it. Um, obviously, the quicker it's kind of like a points. Like, you know, you got. A, there's there's multiple ways that you can boost your points. So it's either you chain. It seems to be, if you chain uh, combos together quickly, or if you chain combos together, it, by a countermeasure, speeds up your run, because okay. you've got less enemies. Right. And okay. because the... So you kill the enemies, and then each enemy gives you like a multiplier. So it obviously goes, this is one times you kill another enemy, it's two times. And then the little bubble in the center of your screen, at the bottom of your HUD just like you can see it slowly going down and the more the larger your multiplier is the the quicker it keeps going down and but the best thing about it is, is that you don't have to kill an enemy for it to like go back up the, so for, for the times to almost reset on that multiplier okay as long as you shoot your gun and it hits a target the multiplier is kind of reset right uh, and you maintain the point that you're on so i got to a um so there's a there's a level right at the end of the first like section and there's so many enemies coming at you that you like get like a hundred and twenty times multiplier or something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um but like organically in one of the missions I maintained like a 30 times multiplier and I was like, come on, I can do this and like you just rush through like because obviously there's like level puzzles and stuff like this um so the first uh, mission is quite linear so it's just what i mean by levels i mean like actual like up and down yeah so uh like you know you start up on the on the top floor and you're just like oh and the, you know pedro is great and he comes up and just goes oh look at those two sitting down there um you know just having a good old chat Wouldn't it be great if... uh, Wouldn't it be awful if someone decided to jump really artistically in slow motion and shoot them in the head as they're falling? Wink. And it's stuff like that. Where you go, yeah, okay then. And then, you know, you just do like triple backflips and stuff and you shoot down. It's got this amazing like visual style that... Your the first time I was playing it, I was just like, I haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> but what you can do right at the end of the mission, you can replay like your highlights, and it it means that even though that you were looking around and going, oh, I'm, I need to shoot that person, I need to shoot that person, and oh, I need to roll here and kick that person and kick this thing, it then plays it in like normal speed as like a highlight reel. Oh, that's and cool. It, and it makes it look really great like you know so even though in the game when you're playing it you kind of don't see like the bigger picture as it were yeah but when you go back after you completed the mission you can see like a highlight reel of like your highest scoring traits and your highest scoring sections and it replays it back to you and you sit and go yeah i was i was I feel like fucking Ken Wan in like a fucking super Chinese action flick where I'm like doing like 360 spins and <laughs> kicking someone's head and shooting that guy as I'm connecting with my foot. And like, you know, it's, it's got like, uh, like uh, there's some sort of sanity in the chaos yeah and, uh, it definitely makes you feel like a superhuman um without really doing much um do you have a unlimited bullet time so yeah um your bullet time is based on it's pretty much unlimited if you kill an enemy it recharges full okay that's so um you know unless you are running pretty much i think the bullet time is about 30 seconds right um so unless you're running for continuously 30 seconds without shooting an enemy, um, it will run out. Right. But you only really need to use it when there's, like, um, multiple enemies that you need to take out. And so the best bit about the game for me is that the, the you've got full control of the pace of it. Mm-hmm so you can go from a section where like i said so the, the in the tutorial first mission they were like oh look at those guys down there and uh, wouldn't it be like upsetting and then so you jump down you do that bit but then you pick up an uzi from one of the other guys and there's a door in front of you and then you just go okay then you run through the door and there's a guy with his back turned to you and you immediately just run at him and like i decided to kick him so i ran jump kicked him and then the screen because it doesn't show you the full like section as it were until you get into it so and so i jump kicked this person and then you realize that there's two more people in front of him so i jump kicked the person in like normal time as it were and then as i saw the two guys reveal themselves i was oh shit and i went into like slow-mo And so I'm still in the air with my foot in this guy's face. And, like, he pulls out the Uzi. And I start shooting these guys in front of him. And then once those two are dead, you can then deactivate the slow-mo. And it goes back to, like, normal time. And then you're running along the corridors again. So it has that really nice flow where you can kind of control everything of how it looks. Mm -hmm. And it definitely feels like... um, Like I said, it just gives you that superhuman, I've got better reactions than you have sort of thinking time. And it also means like, you know, halfway through the first section, it introduces like this kicking um, mechanic where you can kick like debris, like boxes and bricks at people. Okay. And it just gives it, it just keeps adding to the levels. So it almost be like, you know, five missions or five levels in, you've done the shooting with one gun, you pick up two guns in the second mission, and now you can do, oh, you can do dual wielding, point one gun in one direction and point the other gun in the other direction. And then if you click LB, he spins around and dodges bullets, and then he stops and shoots them as well. And you can shoot him in the kneecap and he goes down. And it kind of gives you like all these different things that you can do, and like adds it to your arsenal. And you're like, oh, okay, now I get how it's it's done, but isn't this a bit boring? Like now I'm just shooting people with pistols, and yeah. I, I get I can do two people at once. Okay, then what else? And there's a, oh now when you spin, you can then kick a piece of brick at the person as you're dodging the bullet so in slow-mo like you start spinning and then you kick a brick and then that's flying towards that person and then you just kind of figure it out you're like okay that's flying towards the right so i need to aim towards the left because there's two people over there and so when i start spinning i need to shoot these guys straight away and then it just keeps adding levels to it and then Mm -hmm. it just be like oh you border the pistols or here's double Uzis and then you're like okay then and then that's the end of like the first mission and then the first gun that you get in the second mission is a shotgun and then suddenly all of your um, all of your enemies because you're in a sewer in the second uh, phase or the second missions um, because you're in a sewer everything's close quarter Uh So, uh, like, you're sliding along the floor. And in this mission, I barely use, like, bullet time or slow motion, whatever you want to call it. And it means that you suddenly turn into, like, this Jason Bourne-esque, like, superhuman (laughs) where, like, I was kicking down doors and punching someone and then turning around and shooting someone with a shotgun. And he just blows into bits. And then I kick his disembodied head at someone else who's coming through a door. And then I turn around and shoot this other guy who's coming up behind me. And then, you know, but that's all done in like normal time because you don't really have, like, I, I never clicked it. Um, to go slow-mo and then suddenly like it feels like you've got like, superhuman reactions but it's definitely got that replayability factor to it Um you know if you're obsessed with getting the maximum points and the leaderboard gives you the, the ranking but for me I just played through all the missions I got C's and B's some S's some A's mm-hmm. um obviously the quicker missions are easier to get S ranks on but um yeah it's just really fun just for like it took me probably four hours to complete okay um it's definitely a game that i'd return to not straight away but definitely even if it's just for oh you know what i'm i've just got like an hour to kill wouldn't it be great if i just complete that that level section yeah, i'll complete the first section and see if i can beat my scores and it's on game pass um, right? so and it's on game pass which so is fantastic no brainer literally no-brainer like four hours of your time so i did it over two days um and like i said it's a lot of fun like towards the end um like i said it just keeps giving you a bit more um and once you get all the game mechanics done uh as in like the dodging and like you know the distraction tactics and stuff like that you can then do stuff um And it shows you how it works and then it kind of just leaves them around. Uh So, what I mean is, is that like, so when you first get the Uzi, it shows you that you can do what are known as like, um, debris kills and, uh, ricochet kills. So, if you kick the frying pan up in the air and then shoot it with the Uzi, all the bullets kind of ricochet off each other, off the base of the frying pan and just like, you know, go into everyone and just, like, ricochet off it. But then I didn't, like, you know, when you replay a mission, you start noticing, oh, there's a pan there, or, oh, actually, there's a petrol tank over there. Yeah. So I can, before I jump down there and just do, like, my hero dive, I can kick the petrol tank in front of me, wait, like, two seconds, then do my hero dive, and then as the petrol tank hits the floor, I can shoot it and it blows up three people immediately, <laughs> and it's li- it's like little additions like that where it's yeah. like oh, and then I can see the pan, and then you, you can start like linking combos together and making it a bit more interesting. And it doesn't it doesn't throw it in your face; it's easy missable, um, but it does it enough um, that you know it adds more interest to it. So I can definitely see that there's replayability to it like I said in the later story you get like um you get an assault rifle with a grenade launcher that adds a bit to it uh, you get um, a sniper rifle um, which is great fun because it's one hit kill uh-huh. and then if you do close proximity kills, it goes through more than one person and stuff like that so it's kind of like I said you add more guns to your arsenal and ways of kind of progressing through the level and comboing up and all of that. And like I said, the visual style, the story is good enough, uh, but the sound visuals, everything just comes together. It's a nice, it feels like an arcade game. Um, it's a good time waster, uh, but definitely worth playing. Um, especially just just to look back at it and just go, yeah, that was amazing. And then just show someone else and go, look at that. Look how great that was. And then just to replay and go, you know, what? I can do it better. Uh, restart that section and then you just jump down again and like you know what if I did it with uh, shotgun instead I wait in time right at the end of the jump and blow two people up and then kick his head into his friend's face and like you know it's just so much fun I would yeah definitely recommend it and sure. uh, quite easy on the farmer. you'll be happy to <laughs> I'm, I'm you know I'm very relieved to hear that I was worried not in pain not in pain uh, but yeah really excited but like I said um I've got Dragon Ball Z to crack on with. I've also got Spyro. I might, you know, get into it that way. Cool. Yeah, I've got a few games to be playing. But Game Pass, definitely been worth my time. Let me say that. I
0: would agree with my time also on the PC version what a weird way for me to say that
1: <laughs> yeah that was weird man that was like very over overly explained yeah well I'm pretty tired so I would say the analogous. same with my mouthpiece and my tonsils <laughs> and I like, speak these words
0: <laughs> well seems like as good a time as any to uh, call this one Dave I think
1: it's on point I will uh, like I said I'll browse, I'm going to browse Game Pass again Okay. Uh, and also I'm going to think of something for your 20 questions next week
0: Ooh, I have to beat 16
1: have to beat 16 okay. yeah, 16 is the one to beat no so until, until then Gav, until it a then pleasure. it's always a pleasure with you always a pleasure apart from that one time we won't, we won't apart from about. that one time we won't talk about that yeah, yeah not, not not that again <laughs> <laughs> but yes, until next time, I'll speak to you then.
0: Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.